Hey, what's going on out there, people? This is Big B, Brian Hanley. Welcome back to Let's Talk Ball. Broken up by Tatum. Today, let's talk about something that about 67% of the country plays during football season, and that is fantasy football. I mean, let's face it. People got into watching football. You have a favorite football team. You know, you don't, hey, I just like watching the NFL or college football or whatever the case may be. People root for specific teams. That's just the way that it works. Me, I'm a diehard Steeler fan. I don't know why. It's just been that way since I was two years old. I've been a Steeler fan my whole life. So when it comes to fantasy football, do you find yourself rooting against your team because you need that extra two points or whatever the case may be? Let me just speak from my personal experience. And I'm sure a lot of people are kind of the same way, is that you try to get as many people from the specific team that you root for as possible, you know? As a Steeler fan, of course, you want to get Roethlisberger and A.B. and Juju and you wanted L. Bell, you know, and Connor, whoever the case. You try to get as many people from your specific team as possible. That way it makes it more enjoyable. However, it isn't always the smartest thing to do. For instance, if you are a Chicago Bears fan, Bears are playing very well. However, you're not going to want to have four guys from Chicago Bears offense on your fantasy football team. I mean, that's, you know, basically a donation at that point to whatever league that you're playing in. I mean, come on now. I mean, we all love the Bears. I mean, and pro football is better when the Bears are doing well. There's no question about that. But again, Bears built a little bit more on defense, got a quarterback that's at best suspect and you're not going to build your championship fantasy football team around that. That's just not what's going to happen. So the first thing that you got to do is how do you manage that? How do you monopolize that? You know, I did a little digging and found a lot of people. What they tend to do is you watch more football. You know, you're going to watch teams that you wouldn't normally watch, which the NFL Sunday ticket They got to love it. They absolutely love it. Because if you don't think that all that's tied together and involved, then you're nuts. Come on now. It's money. And anytime money's involved in the NFL, you know, they're businesses. You know, we love the NFL. We love that it's a football game. We love what what it does. It brings excitement. brings joy. Things of that nature. But come on now. It's a business. And it's a billion-dollar business at that. It's not just some, you know, make a couple hundred grand a year. You know, 
<laughs> no, NFL is a billion dollar a year business. And those are just facts. So that's what it is. So having said that and knowing that, they love it because more people are going to watch things with Sunday ticket because you're going to get it because you want to be able to watch your guy play. You know, if he's in San Diego or in Miami or Seattle or the Giants, wherever they are, you're going to get Sunday ticket. More people are going to tune in and buy it so that they can watch their guys play. And even me, when the Steelers are not on, I'm flipping through, watching every game, watching to see where my guys are, you know, and that's just the way of the world. That's, you know, this is the fantasy football world that we all live in these days. Now, so bringing it back, does it take away from watching your team? At first thought, again, hey, you try to get as many people, but my gut feeling is telling me that it does because again, fantasy football, people aren't just playing fantasy football for the heck of it. That is not something that is happening. Fantasy football is being played for money. Okay. People are trying to win and you're not just trying to win to say, Hey, I won fantasy football. Otherwise you have nothing invested. And when you have nothing invested, then you don't root. So if I have nothing invested, now I'm a football nut. So I'm going to get Sunday ticket regardless. But there's a lot of people that are not football nuts like I am that are not going to invest in Sunday ticket because they don't care enough. All they want to do is watch their team, which means you can go to a sports bar every Sunday and watch your team for free because there's a sports bar. You can find a specific one your team will be on. And you didn't have to invest any money. Again, NFL, they love it. Sunday ticket borrowers, they love fantasy football because it's money. Money, 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 money. Money. They love it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it keeps rolling in and it's from every angle and it's a beautiful business model. It's a beautiful business model. Why wouldn't you invest in something like this? Of course the NFL loves fantasy football. Gambling. It's another topic for another day, but come on now. Of course they love it. And again, beautiful business model. You get people to buy in to fantasy football. You get people to buy us NFL Sunday ticket. You pair up with DirecTV. And DirecTV, they're making money, but the NFL's making money. That, I mean, you know, this marketing trend, it just keeps on going. You know, and it's a beautiful plan. And the thing about this one, it's not really hurting anybody. You know, fantasy football, who does that hurt? You know, again, I'm not, it doesn't take away from, from you supporting your team. Or does it? Take a think about this for a second. You're playing your team is playing against somebody else, and your team is battling for a playoff spot. You're in fantasy football playoffs because, you know, near the end of the year, you're going to be in the fantasy football playoffs. Let's just say your league, if you win it, you win $1,000. Now, $1,000 is, to be honest, is kind of on the low end of a fantasy football winning league. I mean, that's, you know, it just is. 
But whatever the case, I mean, money's money. So, and you know, every, to me, every penny counts because pennies spin just like dollars spin. They don't spend as much, but if I save up enough pennies, I can buy whatever I want, you know? So let's just say that's the case. Your team driving for a touchdown. But you're playing against the defense that you've chosen for your fantasy football league. And if they stop your team from winning, from scoring this touchdown, you win $1,000. Or if they don't stop them, your team goes to the playoffs. Now, there's the dilemma. There's the dilemma right there. Is do you root for your team to stop them? Or do you root for the money? And it's a tough, tough decision, you know, because first of all, if you're married, having an extra thousand dollars of tax-free money in your pocket never hurts. Now, granted, if you're a single guy, it never hurts anybody. I'm just saying, if you're married, hey, honey, here's an extra thousand dollars. I mean, you know, and it usually comes right either right at Christmas time or right after Christmas time is when you get this money. That's never a bad thing. Ever. There ain't a married man in America that can say, hey, honey, here's an extra thousand dollars that I made. We have no use for this. Like, come on, come on, come on. But what do you do? Where's the dilemma? Where's the then if your team happens to win? And then you lose the money. Again, an uncomfortable conversation to have with a spouse. I can't believe you were rooting against that money. And again, I'm married. My wife wouldn't say anything because, again, I got the world's greatest wife. I tell everybody that. She allows me to be me. She knows that I'm a nut during these sports seasons, football especially, and she invests and when I mean invest, she invests when going to games and, and doing those kinds of things. So I'm lucky. Everybody doesn't have that. Even having said that, bottom line with all of this is, is that you just, what do you do? Where, where's your loyalty really, really lie? It's a tough conversation. It's a very, very tough conversation. I mean, on one hand, it's, I want my team to win. Because if they win the Super Bowl, you jump for joy, for pride, for bragging rights. And a lot of times that's more important than some money. Me personally, I live in Dallas, Texas. So anytime the Cowboys lose a game, I jump for joy. I know that on at work on Monday, it's going to be a good day for me. Now, the Steelers could lose, so I don't have a whole lot to say. But, you know, when, when bragging rights is a, is a thing. So it's not some make-believe thing. Bragging rights is a thing. And if that thing means if your team loses, that I mean, that, that hurts prides, you know? Well, then you'd bring it back to, well, you know, I won $1,000. So what's more important? Is that $1,000 more important than your, your team pride? 
it's tough. It is tough. So how do you pick a fantasy football team versus your own football team? How do you do that? I mean, again, you got the Chicago Bears, not that good on offense. And then you've got another team. Let's just say, I won't just make this a Steeler thing. Kansas City Chiefs, which happens to be my wife's team. What do you do? You can't have all Chiefs. And then you play against each other. You know, you may have Tyreek Hill, but Patrick Mahomes may be on the other team. I mean, let's think about that for a second. You got Tyreek Hill on your team. You're playing against Patrick Mahomes. Tyreek Hill catches passes from, you know, Patrick Mahomes. So Tyreek Hill, it, it may end up killing you or vice versa. Patrick Mahomes may end up killing you. So then what do you do? You know, then it makes it even more of an issue. It's tough. It's tough. You know, I'd like to be able to think that I knew or had the answers, but it's a tough deal. And I know this has been covered. I know people talk about it, but I mean, let's think about it. I mean, it's it's just one of those things to where, you know, people, it's just some of the conversations and some of the the things that you you think about on a day-to-day basis can become problems because you're just like, okay, what do I do? How, should, how can I make this work? And you can't. It's fancy football. You can't make it work. So then where's the next thing? What do you do after that? I mean, how do you root? How do you choose? How do you decide? How do you how do you manipulate one feeling versus money and another feeling versus money? And how I mean, those are things that go into all of it. And believe it or not, it goes into every fantasy football draft. Now, some people can block it out of their mind. Some people are like, hey, I'm in it to win it. And I, you know, I'll be damned that my rooting for my team is going to get in the way. Even those people in the back of their head are thinking, man, this is going to suck if it comes down. And I got to root for blah, blah, blah. You know, I got to root for, you know, for me, if I got to root for the Ravens to beat somebody. I'm not going to be happy about that. Or if I got to root for the Cowboys. I mean, can you? I mean, I got to root for the freaking Dallas Cowboys. To either score touchdowns or stop people from scoring touchdowns. I got to do that. There are times that I have to do that. I got to root for Ezekiel Elliott to score a touchdown or Dak Prescott. I mean, saying those words, how I just said that, literally makes my mouth bleed. But those are things that go into this fantasy football. You find yourself having to root against a team that you cannot stand. Now, one thing is, I don't say hate often because hate is one of those things to where I'm like, you know, I mean, do you really hate it? I mean, hating something is like, 
you know, if you never, you could watch that disappear from Earth. At least that's my interpretation. You know, that would be if somebody harmed a family member. So that, to me, that's what hate means. I know or other people, people say it and they use it all the time. So I don't hate the Dallas Cowboys. I thoroughly dislike them. And if their franchise never made another dollar, and if they lost every game, I could care less. Could care less. As long as guys didn't get hurt on the football field, which is 100% impossible, because guys are going to get hurt. Football, that's what the game is. Bones break, ligaments tear. It's just the way that it works. Sorry. It stinks, but that's part of it. But bottom line is, it's, it's a tough, tough deal trying to deal and having to root for a Cowboys team or root for the Ravens or the Bengals or anybody but your team. All because I picked Ezekiel Elliott to be on my fantasy football team. Now I got to root for the Cowboys. Some people think of that as, I'm never going to pick a Dallas Cowboy. I don't care what. Or I'm never going to pick a Pittsburgh Steel. I ain't doing it. Don't want to. Never going to do it. Never going to happen. Those are the people that lose, people. Those are the people that donate every week. And I thank you for playing in my league. I appreciate the donation because I will take it. So if you find any of those people out there, just word for advice, you find any of those people out there, try to get them in your league because they will never win. They will never win because you can't pick fantasy football and think I'm never going to choose somebody. It doesn't work that way. And if they believe that it works that way, again, invite them into your league for donations because that's literally what it will be. It will be a donation and that's what you want. You always got to have some suckers in your league. You know, people that, think they know, or, I mean, really, there's no just method to the madness with fantasy football. If you want to pick a guy and somebody picks him right before you, I mean, it's not like you can trade, you know, Trump trading up this pick or something like that. Now, I guess in really sophisticated leagues, you could probably do that, but come on. If you either got the first pick or the ninth pick or the 12th pick or whatever it is, and that's what you do. You deal with it. Hey, I'm going to trade you. Two eighth-round picks to move up to four. Yeah, get the hell out of here with that nonsense. Nobody wants to hear that. The main thing about it, you just got to go into it with the right frame of mind and think, I'm going to pick whoever's available. Doesn't matter with my affiliation. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to try to win. But does that really work, too? Because then how do you really root for your fantasy football team? See that dilemma? Fantasy football has thrown a monkey wrench into football. And it just has. It's thrown a monkey wrench because everything that you've known, I root for this team. Now, there's some guys that don't. I understand. Hey, if you didn't grow up rooting for a team, that's something totally different. Most individuals grew up rooting for a certain team. That's just, they just did. Not everybody, but most. So it's hard for you to just say, I'm never going to do that. Fantasy football, it's just throwing a big monkey wrench into this. 
And again, the NFL loves it. They just absolutely love it. They dive in head first, getting all these fantasy football updates, fantasy football shows, and you got a fantasy football show on ESPN and on NFL Network and everywhere. Online, CB, I mean, it's everywhere. These shows are everywhere. I mean, there's a reason for that. They play into our, I guess it's our competitive nature while also diving in and putting forth effort into our team loyalty. So they tie it all together. And like I said before, it's a beautiful, beautiful marketing plan. One of the best that I've seen. Because to get the Sunday ticket, let's just say it's $250 over a six-week time period. People average that out. They justify it in their head. I can pay that. And you can. And then you pay it. And then you do it the next year and the next year and the next year. And I don't know the statistics because I and I looked it up. There's not really a way for you to find out what the specific statistics are. But I'm going to bet. 65 to 70 percent of it is not because, hey, I live in Miami and I want to watch the San Francisco 49ers every week and see what's going on. Absolutely not. People get the Sunday ticket, one, because they want to watch their team if they happen to live in Miami, but they root for San Francisco. Okay, how many people are that? Is that? Or is because, yeah, I live in Miami, but you know what? I got a player from San Francisco, starting wide receiver, or and you know what? I got Russell Wilson as my quarterback. I got to see Russ because you got to see it. Because we're visual people. If you see it, then it happened. And you want to watch. And it's fun. That's the main thing. It's fun. Fantasy football is a fun thing. Now, if you lose every year because you're a donation guy, not so much fun. You know? A couple guys that I used to play football with, donation guys. Remain nameless. But donation guys. And we love them in the league. And you know who you are. You know exactly who you are. I'm not going to say your name. I would never do that to you. But you know who you are. (laughs) Boy, I wanted to say his name. There's a couple of them out there. I won't do that tonight. I won't do that. But the main thing about all this is fantasy. It's just fantasy football has put a monkey wrench into rooting. Now, some people can stay away from it. I find it to be more, and there's lots of female fantasy football players. Millions of women play fantasy football. But women tend to be a little bit more loyal when it comes to that. Because, yeah, they'll have a fantasy football team, but they're not going to root against their team for fantasy football. I found that to be... The truth. Now, I'm not saying, I mean, nothing's exact in this world, so I don't want to say, well, there's a few things that are. Um, We don't need to get into that. But I'm not saying that 100% of women never do that. But for the most part, 
women are going to be much more loyal when it comes to this than men. You know, men will sell you down the street for $2 if need be. <laughs> you know, when it comes to something like that, hey, you know, women are, tend to be a little bit more loyal. You know, and while you go to a, a, a football game, you know, women are there are screaming just as loud as the men, just as loud. So fantasy football, when it comes to that, women love it, but they're not as as quick to to just root for the other team just because she's got a fantasy football guy from the other team. And a lot of us men, too, I just it's difficult, man. It's tough. It's a tough deal. It's fun, but it's tough. Woo, is it tough? Because, and everybody's found themselves in that situation. I mean, heck, sometimes if there's guys that you personally know that are playing, I'll be honest. When I started playing fantasy football, I picked the Philadelphia Eagles defense every year until my friends stopped playing for them. Every year. Now, it just so happens that their defense was always pretty good, so I lucked out. But I fell into that. Hey, I know a guy. He's my buddy. I am picking the Philadelphia Eagles defense. Went to a game and told him, hey, man, I need you to lighten up. <laughs> I need this guy to get a certain amount of yards because we were playing against one of the guys that were running back against his team. Laughed at me. And I'm like, hey, man, this is serious business. I need to win. And I'm like, huh. I wonder how many times that conversation happened. Because the conversation with us, it was a joking thing. Well, how many brothers are out? Hey, bro, I need you to let him catch a couple passes and things of that nature. Now, that gets going off into, you know, a whole nother topic that I'm not ready to talk about at this particular moment. At this time, I'm not talking about, you know, because that gets into the, the gambling aspect of it. And we'll cover, I'll speak on that, just not in this topic today, you know, because gambling is a huge part of every sport, and it just is. And then you can also say, hey, fantasy football isn't it the same way. But I don't know that it necessarily is. There's some ties. But, you know, NFL players play fantasy football too. So they're not just going to let somebody do something or blah, 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 blah. Number one, because you lose your job. So no income. So that would not be smart. But number two, it's they're just as competitive. I mean, they're competitive. Clearly they're competitive. I mean, they're playing a National Football League. You can't get there unless you're a competitive person. Talent only takes you so far. You know, when you get to that level, there's guys that are just as talented, if not more. So you got to be able to compete. I found it out firsthand. I got there and I had no shot and knew it. But it is the way that it is. It's a topic that I didn't think was going to be as interesting until I started to dig in, do a little bit more research. I mean, I knew it was always kind of there, 
But then you start putting, you know, pen to paper and writing down some things and then start thinking about it. And I'm like, wow, this happens on a daily basis. And I got lucky this year with my team because I did take a lot of Steelers. And so I was able to watch them. The thing about it is I'd won the championship two years in a row. And people that will remain nameless, but you know exactly who you are, figured out my strategy. And they figured it out. And then literally, of course, they get together. Oh, we're not going to let him do this. I'm like, what? What? Just because I have a strategy that worked. What do you mean? What? What? They gang up on me. A league gangs up on me. Now, what have I done? I'm a peaceful man. Yes, I talk trash. Yes, at you know, when we had the fantasy football draft, I, you know, I called in with the conference call for the draft, playing back to back. You know, that's that that's the guy. Or I did the whole Ali, the champ is here. The champ is here. Of course, I did that too. So I'm sure that played a little bit into it, you know, me being an a-hole. But it's fantasy football. They gang up on me. So they didn't have to stop winning. Uh, you know, so I'm sure that happens in every league. But it's just, but it makes it fun. It makes it fun. Guys sometimes can go a little bit too far. But fantasy football, it just, it makes it fun. But it just makes it so <laughs> difficult. To, for me, it makes it even more fun. And I just refuse. Because if I know the Steelers, when the Steelers lose, I don't talk to my wife for a minimum of 15 minutes after the game. I do that for the Steelers. I do that when Louisville loses. I do that when K-State loses. At minimum. Now, there's a couple times it's been an hour, hour and a half. I just don't talk to her. And again, I told you before. I have the world's greatest wife. She knows to stay away. She knows not to say anything to me. She knows these things. So she's great. I just, ugh, I mean, it's very, very difficult for me to flip that switch to, to fantasy football mode of, oh, well, at least my team won. You know, and my team's the jive-ass turkeys. You know, I changed the name. It used to be the Kool-Aids. Now I'm the jive-ass turkeys. It's it's difficult for the jive-ass turkeys to ever take precedent over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I may win a fantasy football league, but if me winning the fantasy football, then this again, this is me. I know I covered this and talked about it earlier, but for me, if my fantasy football team winning caused my Pittsburgh Steelers to lose in a playoff game? Do you know how furious I would be? I mean, furious. Because I had a guy on my team that caused the Steelers to lose. That would not be a fun day for me. That would not be a fun week for me. It would be a problem. A big problem. Woo! Luckily, that has not happened, but I can I feel for the millions and millions of people that it has because, number one, it happens every single day in every single game in every single league. 
But when those playoffs come and your team's trying to make the playoffs and a guy put my team out, whoo, my goodness. Number one, I'd feel like a failure. It was my fault. Yeah, I had Phillip Rivers on my team and he crushed us. It's my fault. If I'd put Phillip Rivers on the bench, he wouldn't have done anything. If I'd have played somebody else, Steelers would have won. Now, that's nonsense, but you see how that could go on in somebody's head. I kind of like this, this discussion. I liked it. And then to see where it took me, I thought it out for a few days. I wanted to see, okay, how does this work? Where does this take me? You know, again, it's things that you think about. I mean, it happens all the time. This is not the first thing. But how deep does it really go for everybody? I mean, how deep? How deep do you do you dread? And that's what I want to the, the dreading or the the agony of it. That's what I'm talking about. The agony of man, can we stop him? But if I do, then my fantasy team loses and I'm gonna lose money, or my team going to the Super Bowl. And you don't win money for that. You actually spend money. If my team, the Steelers, lose, I don't spend any. But if they win, um, you think I'm not buying a Super Bowl t-shirt, sweatshirt, hat, something? Of course I am. And probably three, not just one. NFL's got this thing figured out. Or I win some money. And I'm pissed off for a, six months till the next fancy football league starts. It's tough, people. It's tough. You know, it's a dilemma that I've thought about, and I don't see it getting any better. I see it actually getting worse because think about this, and I haven't even said anything about this yet. How many people are in multiple leagues? I mean, for years, I was in a minimum of two. A lot of times it was three. Now, how can you keep up with that? You're in three fantasy football leagues. So let me get this straight. I got the Javis Turkeys in three different leagues. I got three different players because it is absolutely 100% impossible to get all the same players for all three different teams. That doesn't happen. So now I got... Antonio Brown on one team, Ben Roethlisberger on another team, and Juju Smith-Schuster on another team. Two of the leagues, I'm playing against Ben, and I'm playing against Antonio. That, And then I've got my team. <laughs> you know, on the other team, I've got Juju. I mean, it's impossible. What do you do? Oh, and by the way, if the Steelers lose, they don't go to the playoffs. So you're playing against Ben in one league. You're playing against Antonio in another league. You got Juju in this third league. And the Steelers got to win to go to the playoffs. Or if they lose, Ben and Antonio, I mean, more than likely, aren't going to have great football games if they lose. Then you're not winning. It's just, it's crazy. It's just crazy. Fancy football has taken over the universe during football season. It just does. 
And the NFL absolutely loves it. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't because they're not doing anything illegal. I mean, fantasy football has been going on for a very, very long time. Now, it's really, really caught on here in the last 10 years. You got all these different places. I mean, FanDuel, I mean, you can play one week at a time and, and all this, and you can possibly win all this money after playing one week. And it's just, it is literally, it takes over. And for me, again, I don't, it doesn't take away from me because I'm a stealer. And if I didn't play fantasy football one year, I wouldn't even be hurt by it. I like playing it because I like the league that I'm in and I like all the guys. But that's me. That is not most people. I know it for an absolute fact. They want to be in three different leagues every year. They want to win those leagues. And well, if my other team wins, okay, great. You know, if the Bengals win, that's good. But if they don't, hey, I want fantasy football. That's I mean, people look at it that way. I can't. I got to root for my teams. Fantasy football be damned. Money be damned. Not to say that I don't need an extra $1,000 or an extra $1. I take it all, you know. But at the same time, I, I just, for me personally, I can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. Because I know how mentally invested and emotionally, not just mentally, but the emotional aspect on how much I invest. Because I invest in the Steelers every year. Wouldn't matter if I knew they were going to stink. I invest every year in Louisville, Kansas State, every single year. Louisville, horrible football team this year. Horrible. They were on TV a couple of times when they were horrible. I still watched it. Couldn't turn away. Could not turn away. Knew they were horrible. Still watch. I mean, Steelers. Now, Steelers had not really been horrible in a long, long time. Yeah, you're right. I said it. Steelers haven't been horrible in a long, long time. Deal with it. Just the way of the world. Don't hate me because I love greatness. Remember this, and I'm going to say this a lot. I didn't choose this life. God chose this for me. Okay? And all the Steeler fans out there know what I'm talking about. God chose me to be a part of greatness. I didn't choose this life. You know, you know how hard it is to be a fan of greatness and to have that emotional tie to greatness every year? It's tough. It is a tough thing. I wouldn't choose this life for everybody. It's not for everybody. But God thinks that all Steeler Nation, obviously we can handle it. So again, don't hate me because I have chosen to be a part of greatness. Just remember, I didn't choose this life. God chose this for me. I have, am one of the chosen ones. And there's a lot of us out here. There's a lot of Steelers out here. Steeler Nation, we run deep. Every city we go to, we're bringing 20 grand to that football game. It doesn't matter where we are. But I digress. Fancy football runs 
the National Football League as far as fan goes every single year. I don't see it slowing down at all, people. I mean, even when gambling becomes legal in every state in the U.S., to me, it's just going to make fantasy football even more of a thing. Make it even more popular. Because what I'm going to guess is that they're going to tie the gambling into fantasy football to where you can gamble on fantasy football. Not that you can't do that already with FanDuel, but now I can walk into wherever the gambling place is going to be. And I can gamble on fantasy football right there. I can literally hit some digits and pick a game when I walk in at 1130 to the sports bar, pick my team and gamble right then and there. That's going to happen. Or you can do it from your phone and send it to that particular sports bar and gamble. I mean, it's going to happen. So I don't see it slowing down. I do not see it slowing down. I see it taking off. And it's gigantic. Now you think, Brian, what are you talking about taking off? If you're able to gamble at a sports bar and pick a different fantasy football team every week and place that bet at that sports bar, that is going to happen more than what you think. Because now I can go eat hot wings, drink beer, gamble all day, and then come back home. You think, oh, well, Brian, people do that with FanDuel and all those things. And they do. But do you know how different it is when you can actually gamble at the place where you're at, win your money, and collect from them right there? Do you know how different that is? It's like going to the casino. People playing poker online versus actually going to the casino. Yeah, people play poker online for the convenience. But if they could go 10 minutes away to the sports bar and play poker, real poker, you don't think people would do that? You're out of your mind. Of course they will. This is the same thing. So it's not going to slow down. It's only going to advance. And for me, it's a beautiful thing because I love fantasy football. But is it going to take away from me rooting for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Absolutely not. That's something that can't be said for everyone, though. Because it does. Fantasy has ruined the Sunday sports experience for their particular team because they're so enthralled with fantasy football. And I'll admit it did that way for me, which is why I cut back and said, I'm only going to play one league. That's it. Because I love my Steelers too much. And you get spread thin. You're having to root for too many people. But some people love it. They absolutely love it. They can't stop. Don't want to stop. And the other side of it is, yeah, I get in every league and I just make my teams how I want to make them each week, set my lineup, but then I just root for my team. That's impossible, though. You can't just do that. You can try. You can say that you do. But you don't. Nope, nope, nope. Can't do it. It's impossible. It's not human nature. It's not human nature 
to not want something that you have physical money invested in and not want for that to win. It makes it difficult. Where you are on each side of it, I don't know. But it's fun to talk about. It's fun to do. It's fun to listen to. It's fun to be a part of. Thanks for listening. Be coming at you with more episodes soon. Thank you. Aloha. In the words of my brother Robert. Aloha. Let's Talk Ball is produced by myself, Brian Hanley, and Darren Howard at Mach 1 Production. Editing, music, intro, graphic design, cover art are also done by our director of operations, Darren Howard at Mach 1 Production. Research, fact-checking by myself, Brian Hanley. The Let's Talk Ball podcast is brought to you by the LTB Network.